if you stop doing what got you to the dance, the odds are you're not going to be able to stay at the dance for much longer. And you're going to wonder why, what happened. They say this, success is something you can never own. It is only something you can rent and the rent is due every day. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Paul Mary. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was episode number 1,222, is showing up really 90% of success today for episode number 1,223, one way that success can sabotage you. I was talking to a client the other day. And it's interesting, Alan, and you and I have experienced this to a degree, but I think we're more conscious of it now than we have have ever been. But this client actually said, hey, I had another coach, but I don't have time to, to work with that coach anymore. I'm so busy because my business has taken off that I don't really have time anymore. It's just, I had to move on. And I was talking to this person because they have a podcast and they said the same thing to me. They said, We're, we'll still work together, but I think it's got to be more in between. I'll just let you know if I want to hang on to that slot. And then if so, you and I will jump on, the, on Zoom. And it's this interesting thing where you get these opportunities, you get this level of success, and then you stop doing the things that brought you there in the first place. So it's almost, this would be a great analogy. Say Alan and I, our goal is to double our business this year. Right, so say say we end up making seven hundred fifty thousand dollars this year, and we say, okay, cool, our business has grown, our social media followings are great. Let's let's just kind of move away from this podcast thing and let's just focus on building the business. The biggest mistake, yeah, the biggest mistake we could ever make, ever of all time. I just cringe. I know, I could tell. And again, for for us, that's a very extreme example because this really this is what we do more often than anything else. but Worst idea in the long, sad history of bad ideas. Well, we, we have that saying that we say that I, it sounds funny, but I think it's really true. It works so well that we stopped doing it. Like that's a thing. That's a thing that people do is it works so well that you start to get these results and you're like, oh, I don't have to do what I used to do anymore. And the interesting thing is you don't for a couple months and then it starts to go down. It's almost like you don't have to, oh, this is a great analogy. When you are on flat ground and you're pedaling a bike and you've been pedaling for 15 minutes and you have a good amount of speed, you can take your feet off and you don't have to pedal and you'll keep going, but you don't know in this analogy in, in terms of your success, or your momentum, you don't realize that you're slowing down. You're still moving, but you don't realize that you're slowing down. Then by the time you start to pedal again, you've already lost most of your momentum and you have to build it back up. So when... I was titling this one way that success can sabotage you. I think it could sabotage us by convincing us that we don't have to do the fundamentals anymore, that we don't have to do the five important things that we've been doing every day that brought us our success. And I have seen this so often with, 
with people, whether they're early entrepreneurs, whether they're just dream chasers, when it's in a relationship, whatever it may be, if you stop doing what got you to the dance, the odds are you're not going to be able to stay at the dance for much longer. And you're going to wonder why, what happened. You probably stopped doing the fundamentals. I have a story for this that hits really uh, my emotions. I I think I've told this story on the podcast before, but I think it's a really relatable story because I think a lot of people went through this when COVID first happened. COVID happens, and I used to go to a gym called Impact Fitness. A lot of bodybuilders went there. Very intense gym. Very, very awesome gym. Really, really strong gym. Have you been, you've been there, right? Did I've you, never been there. You've never been to Impact? They have a great equipment. I mean, it's an awesome gym. Probably the best gym I've ever been to consistently. Yeah. I think it's the best gym I've ever been to. Yeah, I've never said that out loud before. Okay, so anyways, I used to go there regularly. I mean, five days, six days a week, regularly. COVID happens. <clears throat> and I remember I had free weights that I used to, um, I used to live in an apartment for a short time with my mother. And I had these free weights and I had a one of those uh, bars that you put in your door frame that you can do chin-ups, that kind of thing. I, I don't know if it's easy chin-up or whatever. So I had one of those. I had all my weights. And I remember we were living on this apartment complex and it was on the third floor, which was like, there was so many stairs and our apartment was the farthest it could possibly be from the stairs. And I'm lugging these weights up the stairs. Anyways, I had this small little bedroom at the time because this was the transition from my old home that I grew up in to um, where she lives now. And now I live with Emilia, but here's my point. I have all this gym equipment in my little room. And I remember I used to watch during COVID. I used to watch like these motivational videos while doing a, a workout in my room. And I have this, I don't know if you've ever played this game before, Kev, but I have a, I learned this from a friend a long time ago. You take a deck of cards and you flip over. You've done this before. Yeah. I've never okay. done it because I lazy by nature. <laughs> but I've okay. heard of it. I've heard of it. Okay. So you grab a deck of cards and you flip over the card and then you do that amount of reps of whatever exercise it is. So it's like a circuit. So so for example, you pick six exercises is what I used to do. And I set a timer for 45 minutes and I would flip over the deck of cards and then I would do, okay, six, I'm going to do chin-ups. I'm going to do uh, bicep curls. I'm going to do a chest press, which was on the floor. If you've ever done chest press on the floor, you kind of can't get the full angle because your elbows are hitting the floor. So that I didn't have a bench. And so I'm doing that. You flip the cards over a King is 10 or no, a Jack is 10. No, a 10 is 10. A Jack is 11. A queen is 12. A King is 13. And then an ace, I think is 14. And so you flip this deck over. And when you're done with the deck, you're done with the workout. It was pretty intense workouts, all things considered, but the highest weights I had was 35s. And for me, 35-pound dumbbells at the time was not a lot. Now it's actually decent. So anyways, I, I didn't work out in a real gym for at least four months. And I was squatting back then. I remember two plates on each side plus a 25. So you're looking at, what is that, 225? Two no. 75. 275. That was my max. And I remember when I got back to Impact Fitness, I remember driving there. And it had been four months since I'd lifted in a real gym. And I remember everyone was wearing masks. And I remember crying on the car ride there because I was ha so happy that I got to finally lift again. Here's the mistake I made. I made the mistake of thinking I was still as strong. I made the mistake of thinking I could jump right back. And actually, it was even worse because not only did my ego tell me I could lift the same as I used to, I actually wanted to make up for lost time. So I was actually putting on more weight than I should have. 
that's when I injured my groin. And then I was out of the gym for at least three weeks before I could even, I remember I was hobbling in the gym, still doing upper body, but I'm still all these years later frustrated with my loss in momentum. Quite literally, I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. COVID and more importantly, my own ego during COVID really messed up my fitness journey genuinely. And, and I take responsibility for the fact that I didn't go back to the fundamentals. I didn't realize that I stopped pedaling. Yeah, I was working out every day, but it's not going to be the same. You can't go into the gym and squat 275 when you haven't squatted in four months. And that's what I thought I could do. So I injured myself and then I was out of the gym even more. And then I wanted to make up for lost time. So then I injured myself again and again. And so it was this horrible thing. And so the reason I share that with the listeners is not to just beat myself up. The reason I share that with the listeners is because when you stop pedaling and you're just coasting, even if you're still pedaling, but maybe not pedaling as fast as you used to, when you come up against that big hill, you're going to have to like really pedal way harder than you thought. And, and really most importantly, you have to understand that if you stop doing what got you that momentum in the first place, it's going to be really, really hard to regain it. I think that's my point. If I hadn't left the gym for four months and worked out in my bedroom, I would probably be squatting maybe 300 pounds right now, honestly. But instead, I let my own ego get in the way and I lost all my momentum and I wasn't doing as much mobility as I should have, right? And that's on me. That's, that's on me. And at the end of the day, I know, you know a lot of people had that challenge during COVID, um, on their fitness journey. I mean, at the end of the day, there is some truth to the fact that I didn't know what else I could possibly do. I remember I worked out at Emilia's parents' place. They had like a, a home gym that was pretty decent. But at the end of the day, you know, you just have to, you have to realize that momentum is everything and you will lose it. If you're not humble, you're going to lose your momentum like I did. I think of that all the time. Of It's just one of those interesting things it's kind of like a juggling act. In the beginning, and I said this to Alan, I said, I haven't, so I had COVID last week or whenever you're listening to this, maybe it was two weeks ago, and I couldn't go to the gym, obviously. And even when I started to feel better, I was like, well, I want to give it some time. I want to give my body some time to rest because walking genuinely walking up the stairs winded me. And I said to Alan, I said, it's pretty, all things considered, I'm having really easy days when I don't have to work out. I mean, it's one less thing to juggle. I don't have to worry about it. It's actually quite easy. And then when I start bringing that back, I know it's going to be a challenge. But that's because when I was 16, all I was doing was exercising. And then it was, okay, now you ha- you're exercising and you have a full-time job. Okay, now you're exercising, you have a full-time job, and you're training martial arts. Now you're exercising, you, know, train, you have a full-time job, you're training, and you have a relationship and whatever. You're trying to learn, you're trying to grow. That's the interesting thing is as you get more successful, yes, you get more opportunity, but you also get more opportunity to miss the things that brought you success in the first place. And we're going to do a Growing Pains episode on Tuesday, which I'm excited for. But that's kind of what this is. For a lot of people, they get to a level of success and then they say, cool, I'm successful enough where I can stop doing what I used to. And that's where things start to get weird. It's almost like, we, you know, I'm going to be traveling next week. You're going to be traveling next week. We're going to lose momentum. Now, depends on how much based on what we do. I know I'm building momentum being there. I know you're building momentum because you're going to be working. But 
that's what happens for a lot of people. It's like, I am successful enough to do this thing that I've been waiting so long to do, and I'm going to do the things that I should be doing less. And that's, it's this weird kind of cycle that starts. And you want then me to work while you trap? Yes. I'm just joking. Yeah, please. <laughs> well, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to be working. Of course. I'm literally, I was joking. I, no, I already I talked to Kev behind the scenes. I said, don't worry, man. I'm going to keep building the business yeah, while, yeah, you're, yeah. while you're off doing your thing. But, but that's, <laughs> the, that that's, funny. that's the interesting thing is. I was I mean, going to take the week. Whatever, you do you. You know, you do you. Yeah, uh, you know, I'll be, I'll be getting after it in some way. Yeah. When I went away to get married, it's like the our quote unquote business success and the success of the podcast allowed me to go spend ten days in Colorado. And Taryn, obviously, Taryn was part of that. But if that became my new mindset of like now I can do stuff like this all the time, right? It, right. That's where things. It gets a little weird. And again, yep. I want you to enjoy your life and I want to make sure you're fulfilled and I want you to celebrate your wins. But if you do it too much, you start losing future wins that you don't realize you're going to get. I want to I wanna make it as clear as possible because... Then do it. Hey, our then goal, do it. <laughs> yeah, right. Then do then it. Then do it. I'm going <laughs> to. No, no, no. So it's been a fun, it's been a fun day today. You this and I haven't great. recorded have this... Been... Yeah, sorry. <laughs> We haven't we haven't recorded this many episodes together. Like this is our Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. This is only our fourth episode. My goodness, we're get we're losing it in our in our old age. I think we're getting soft. Yeah, we're getting soft. Uh, This has been fun though. There's been some friendly banter back and forth, which I think is fun to bring back. But I we used to do a lot more of that. Hey guys, my name is Gabby and I just wanted to share a little bit about my experience of Next Level Live in 2022. Um, I've been to a lot of live events before and there's nothing quite like this group of people in this community that these guys have cultivated. The intimate feeling that you get in the group. Yes, there's a lot of people, but there's not so many people that it's overwhelming. I actually attended this event completely by myself last year, but I also felt right at home when I got into the room. If you've been following these guys on the podcast and you do their monthly meetups and things like that, I have to say there is nothing quite like actually getting in the room and being surrounded by the energy that these guys bring to the table. So if you are on the fence about attending Next Level Live 2023, I highly encourage you to do so. You are going to get so much out of the experience and you are going to be so, so grateful that you did. So remember the four S's? Yeah. I know you do. So we used to talk about this. I don't. I forget who we heard this from first. It was an MMA this fighter. Is a, yeah, one of the one of the greatest MMA fighters of all time. He's an Olympic uh, gold medalist as well, Henry Cejudo. Okay, and remember, this is coming from an Olympic gold medalist. So, so if you don't have goals of that magnitude, aka best in the world, maybe one of the best in history at what you do, then you don't have to do this as much as he did, okay? But this is the formula. It's it's a really good formula. I don't want to say the formula. Sacrifice, struggle, suffer, and then success. And those are the seasons, right? You have a season of sacrifice. Okay, I'm going to sacrifice my mornings with, you know, my wife or husband or whatever, and I'm going to go to the gym instead, Instead, that's sacrifice. Struggle. I'm going to struggle to do hard workouts that I don't really know fully what I'm doing, but I'm going to go there and I'm going to try to get in better shape. Suffer at the tail end of the 15th rep uh, when you're doing, I don't know, dips. It's brutal. It's literally suffering. I think about that often. Like it's actually suffering sometimes. Like I remember I was at the tail end of a set the other night and I remember thinking to myself, there is nothing on this earth that I would rather do than just stop 
th- this hurts so bad, right? I think I was doing abs. Abs hurt so bad when you when you really do them. Okay, and then you've got success. Oh my god, this is uh, it's working. You're looking in the mirror and you're at the beach and you're like, oh my god, this is this is working. Success is the last part that comes. And so to go back to the original story here, I know this person Kevin's referring to, and he is achieving more success than he ever did prior. But that's also because he sacrificed and hired coaches. He sacrificed the time that it takes to get coached. He also sacrificed and did a lot of hard work and he suffered and struggled along the way. And now he's more successful. Here's the interesting thing. Now that you're more successful, if you stop making sacrifices, you stop struggling and you stop suffering, you're most likely going to lose your success, or at least you're going to coast and not get to the next level. Mm-hmm. And Kevin told me this. He said, Alan, there's one thing I got to share with you. I think one of the reasons sometimes clients stop working with you is because when they get the success they wanted, you immediately pivot to how to get them to the next level. And the last thing they want to do once they've achieved beyond what they thought they'd get is just work even harder. <laughs> um, and so I'm starting to understand that there's a balance to this. There's a, there's a, I don't like the word balance. There's a, there's a harmony here of of the challenge skills sweet spot of enjoying your wins while also improving. Because if you stop improving and just start enjoying the wins too much, I am telling you this has happened to Kevin and I. We had a $47,000 month in February of 2022. And I'm telling you, we stepped off the gas and we're not letting that happen again because we started losing after that. Not losing, like we were okay, but we started coasting for a little bit and the $47,000 a month never would have happened if we were coasting before, right? And so there is a next level, but it's going to require a next level sacrifice, a next level suffer, a next level struggle, and and then you can get to the next level of success in that order. And I think that that's an important understanding to have um, going into 2023. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I'll see people and again I don't there's no judgment behind this I'm just I now am aware of things that I wasn't before I'll see people who achieve a new level of success and they're traveling all over the place and they're doing this and they're doing this appearance and I'm always thinking you're you're probably working like a quarter of the amount of time that you did in the beginning so while you might have a level of success now you might never have to work quote unquote again and continue doing what you're doing but it'll never be to the degree it could have been if you kept going Definitely. And that's that's the interesting thing. There's people out there that say there's no such thing as sacrifice. I don't believe it. I think it's that's a great place to aspire to get to where your mindset is so strong and you have such a deep understanding that you're not sacrificing because it's better it's better for your future or whatever. I understand that. But you know, me not buying an expensive car right now might be a sacrifice because it's not what's best for the business. And again, I understand that's not uh, that's that's a, a good problem to have, but that's still a sacrifice. Or Tara and I not traveling more, that's still kind of a sacrifice. And I, I just think that's in, that's important that just because you have the result doesn't mean you stop the process. Because if you do, you're not going to get the, the next level of results. They say this, success is something you can never own. It is only something you can rent and the rent is due every day. And I really like that quote because a lot of people think that success is a destination. They think that you're going to get to the land of success and now you're successful. No, you're going to have to work at that level in order to keep it. I know a lot of really successful people 
And I think this idea of retirement is messing people up because, yeah, one day you can retire if you invested enough. And I'll tell this story very briefly. I know we got to go. I have a friend of mine, a friend of mine, client of mine, who I do consider a friend, so that was cool. But he, his parents are reaching retirement age. And I'll keep this anonymous always. But his little sister is having a hard time and asking the parents for money. And he interjected and essentially said, listen, I'm, I don't care if I get any inheritance, but I do want you to know that you giving her money and bailing her out of these situations that she keeps getting in is going to hurt your retirement. And then I'm going to have to be the one who comes and helps you guys when you can't afford to retire. And I just want you to understand that the, the choices you're making right now are affecting me and my family without you realizing it. And this was a really cool realization for him because he finally faced his parents in this sense of like, listen, this is, this isn't fair. I'm going to have to take care of your retirement now because of her poor choices. Like we need to figure out a way to make this work. And so anyway, shout out to him anonymously. But the point of this is it's kind of like this idea of success being the end state is inaccurate. Success is a state that is earned and then has to be re-earned every day in order to keep at that level, especially if you want to climb up to that next hill. Like in the bike analogy, I thought that was really powerful. If you're going to stop pedaling and coasting, if you're going downhill, that's fine. You can coast all day and it, you can actually pick up speed. But if you want to climb to the next level, you better believe you got to pedal again. Mm. And I think that's a really powerful analogy. I'm going to take that from you, Kev. It's yours. Fitness is a good one too. We, we were saying this earlier. It's like when I get in shape, everything will be easy. It's like, Honestly, when you're in shape, it's hard to maintain that and then improve that. That's the other thing too, is there's no such thing as I was, I am in shape now. It's like you, yes. And now you have to maintain that to whatever degree you want, (laughs) right? whatever, whatever your choice is. So that's a whole, that's a whole nother thing. Next level nation. As you know, one of our main focuses is building places where you can feel like you belong. We are doing that with our live event, next level live April 1st, 2023, Worcester, Massachusetts. We're only taking 50 people. Tickets are $97 a piece. And it's one of those interesting things where for some reason, live events change your identity more than anything else. I've been to many where I went in as one version and came back as another. It's not always necessarily about what you're learning, but there's something about going to an event where you say, wow, I'm the type of person who pours into myself like that. So if you are interested and you're local or you want to travel, please join us. We are super excited to see you all. Everything you need to know is in the show notes. Kevin and I had a a challenging conversation today but it was a great one. And it was about, listen, a lot of our listeners are business owners and aspiring business owners and you coach them and that's great. And I coach businesses all over the world. I'm very, very grateful for that. But he said, the truth is a lot of our clients, uh, a lot of our community rather is not business owners and maybe they don't want business coaching. So I I have an announcement. I am officially opening up my coaching to non-business owners. It's called Next Level Life Coaching, and it's focused on health, wealth, and love for individuals, not just business owners or businesses. Yes, I'm still going to coach business owners, and I'm going to still coach and do business consulting with business owners, uh, multiple business owners of a business. So I coach businesses, I coach teams, and I coach individuals. This is focused on individuals. If you're a listener of this show and you've wondered what it would be like to have me in your corner, again, it's kind of like if you've ever seen a fighting movie like Rocky and you have that person in your corner, 
there for you during your tough times. It's kind of like that. Um, helping you get back on your feet, helping you achieve your goals, helping you stay focused and accountable, helping you track your habits. That's a big piece of my next level life coaching. So we've rebranded it to next level life coaching. If you want to have a next level breakthrough session, 30 minutes, completely free. Most likely we'll go over because I have a 15 minute buffer between calls. So we're probably going to do 45 minutes. There's nothing I adore more than helping people achieve their goals. I love helping people achieve their goals. I love it. I adore it. I cannot wait to get on the phone with you. Book on my calendar. The Calendly link will be in the show notes. And I can speak and vouch for, my voice just got weird. I can speak and vouch for Alan because Alan has been coaching me and mentoring me for the last 216 years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long it's been. I think it's been six. six. Five and a half. Uh, well, I just, I think it's been like, we'll just say six. Six sounds good. Do you so, think yeah, that I can, I've helped at all or... What a little bit. I've definitely seen some changes, <laughs> some shifts. No, I, most of the, most of, I don't know if I, yeah, most of what I know, much of what I know is based on conversations we've had. And if you're a member of the community and you're somebody who maybe you're afraid to go somewhere else, I think that's one of the things is like, ah, I don't want, I'm afraid to be vulnerable. I'm afraid to, to talk about that stuff with somebody. You listen to us every day and you know that we're character driven and we genuinely want what's best for you. And we have very difficult, challenging conversations behind the scenes. So we want to hold that space for you as well. And we want to make sure that you feel safe. That's always our focus. So make sure you reach out to Alan. Alan is the man. Next Level Nation tomorrow for episode number 1224. Life isn't a test run. I want to do a little episode where we get some perspective. We haven't got perspective in a minute, so I'm excited to do that. As always, I'm not going to laugh this time. We love you. We appreciate you. We are grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. And we will see you at the next level. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.